You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey there. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And you may be wondering where the heck I have been for the past week. And if you follow me over on Instagram, you will know that I went down for the count, completely wiped out with the flu last week. And holy cow, I don't think I have been that sick in a really, really long time, like at least eight or nine years. Um, and so I like completely surrendered to the illness and I just said, you know what? My body physically can't, can't, get up and do work. And so I allowed myself to graciously uh, take some time off last week and really honestly sleep. I slept. I drank a lot of water. I took really, really good care of myself. And um, and I was better by the weekend. And finally, today, I am feeling back on track. And so you know, I, I made two social media posts last week, which is not like me at all. Usually, even when I am a little bit sick, I will still show up and um, and I'll maintain that consistency. But it literally took everything out of me. So anyways, that's here nor there. One of the, and this is not what today's episode is about, but if you are, if you are struggling with like, you know, a sickness or an illness or an injury or something that's preventing you from doing the business that you run, instead of beating yourself up over, you know, what just happened, the things that you can't control, you know, illness, I can't control when my body's going to be sick. I can do as many preventative things as possible, but when it happens, I have to surrender to it. And there, it does me no good to beat myself up over the posts I didn't make or the emails or the follow-ups or things that I didn't have time to do. But instead, what we can do is we just get back up and we keep going because life is always going to throw us these curveballs and we can either let curveballs that are going to happen on a consistent basis keep us from following our dreams or we can say, all right, well, how is this for me? And what can I do with this platform? And so on Sunday night, I wrote a post. I wrote a post about, gosh, like I've been out of the workout space for an entire week. I've literally lived on starchy carbs because that's all my body could really handle last week. And so I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to just get back on track. I'm going to press play on my workout on Monday morning. I'm going to eat healthy and I am just going to ease myself back into my rhythm and routine. And so I walked people through in my post, the mindset and the activities and the things that I was going to do to just continue moving forward. And when you share things like that, when you share, hey, this is how I'm handling a difficult situation, it actually empowers people. It gives them courage to stand back up and keep going too. 
And we all have some sort of flu that's running rampant, whether it is, you know, your mindset and motivation or being accountable or nutrition, fitness, business, whatever. We all have something and it's all perspective and how we choose to look at it as for us instead of as against us. All right. So before I went down and out with the flu, I was in Los Angeles. So I went to LA and I was speaking at um, Team Beachbody's New Leader Conference. Basically, it is a conference for coaches in the network that are just beginning to make these strides in building an organization. So not only are they creating their own commissions and their own income from product that people are purchasing from them, but now they're beginning to grow a team. And when you kind of hit that threshold of this new leader conference, there's sort of this new skill set that needs to begin to happen. And it's this ability to kind of balance your, your personal business time with the team that you're growing. And my presentation that I did at the new leader conference was called leveling up in your business. And I, you guys know me as somebody who is passionate about time management, productivity, just using your time wisely, the fact that we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but it's like, what do we choose to spend our time on? And so today I've got these three points that I want to walk you through because you may be at a point in your personal business right now, and it may not be network marketing, but you might be starting to manage other people. You might be leading other people. And it could be people that are just starting out. It could be managing other leaders. But there is sort of two parts to business growth. And we have to remember that as our business grows and as we as individuals become more successful, the demands that are placed upon us are greater, which means we have to get more efficient and effective at managing the current time that we have. So I'm going to walk you through a story. You know, when I was first kind of moving into that leadership role, I was cranking out my personal commissions. I was making sales. I was asking for referrals. I was, you know, upselling my customers with additional products that could help them reach their health and fitness goals. I mean, I was retailing like a boss and I was retailing because I was creating pipeline, which meant I was every day going out and creating new connections with new people. It meant that every single day I was inviting people. I was following up. I was creating my social media content. And what at first, when I first launched my business was taking me so much time because I had never done those things before. But because I was so consistent in the, especially those first six months of working through, you know, how to speak to people and how to handle objections and how to create social media content and how to, you know, meet new people. That became habit. It became second nature. And I use the example of riding a bike quite often, right? So it was like the first time you get on a bike or the first time that you are teach that your baby is standing up and is getting ready to take their first steps. It's like, oh my gosh, you're focusing on on all the different pieces of balancing and you know steering that bike and pedaling and making sure you're not running into the mailbox you know and we fall we fall off and we get back up but the more we get back up and the more we keep practicing the more our business these basic business building principles become automatic they become habit and they take us less time 
so that we can then add another layer onto the business. And that really is team growth. So here I am six months into my business. My team is growing slowly but surely. But then at the same sense, right, I'm also starting to notice that my, um, that my personal business is, is kind of beginning to take a backslide. And I noticed that as I was waking up every morning, I was messaging people and I was answering people's questions about how to handle their objections or how they should post on social media. And so I was starting to become reactive in the way I did business. I would wake up every morning and I was reacting to what everybody else was doing instead of focusing on my personal business first. And so what happened is I started to see this scale begin to tip the other way. And I started to realize that, oh my gosh, if I don't continue to fill this pipeline with people, there is no guarantee in business and life. For example, you may have, you know, people that are on your team right now and you're pouring into them and you're pouring into them and you know you should be growing your team, but you've got these people that are working and tomorrow something might happen. There might be a catastrophe in their life and we don't want that to happen. But the reality is we can't count on other people. And so you may pour all of your time and energy into mentoring somebody and they're gone like literally gone. I've had that happen to me quite a few times. So I had to begin to say, okay, Melanie, I am not a short order cook. And every day when I wake up, I do not need to be reacting to what everybody else needs from me first. I need to have the ability to be disciplined to say, what does Melanie need to do to drive her pipeline forward? to continue to create customer sales. So I would block out in my time, my personal business building activities first. You may organize your day any way that you want, but for me, it was first thing in the morning. That meant that when I saw the text message pop up or when I saw the email come through or the message come through with the person that was like, I need help right now, the sky is falling, that I purposefully chose, if it wasn't life or death, to circle back around once I finished my personal business building activities. And so then what I began to do is I would create these blocks within my day where this certain amount of time was personal business and then this certain amount of time was team. And when I say team, it was I was answering their emails, answering their questions, dropping a video into our team page, preparing for our call, hosting one-on-ones. But I was very conscientious to make sure that I was putting the oxygen mask on myself first, okay? So it wasn't me being selfish. It was just me looking at this like a business and saying, in my day, what do I need to prioritize, all right? Also, another thing is if you are the kind of person that is saying to yourself, like, I can't, like, I can't even start recruiting people until I have a system. I need to have, you know, a new training and I need to have a flow and I have to have all the answers and make all the videos and everything has to be perfect. In our business, you guys, like when we're starting to grow and step out of this comfort zone, we have to do things before we have all the steps figured out. So as a a thriving and new leader, I would say things like, I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to do it anyways. I don't know exactly how to mentor somebody because I've never done it before, but I'm just going to put it out there that I'm accepting new mentees into my team. And I thought, I'll put it out there. I'll get the people 
and then I'll create the process. And so a lot of times we actually waste time creating this perfect process when in reality we should be doing things the other way around. We should be getting out there and inviting and messaging people and talking about the culture and team we want to create and then we create the process once we have the people. This is being smart with your business time. Because I will, I will actually put money on the fact that you don't have an unlimited amount of hours to work the business that you are working right now. You have a finite number of hours and you need to be productive with it and you need to make money. And the only way you're going to make money is if you have the people that are walking through either the physical door or the virtual door. All right. So we have to make sure that, all right, am I spending my time doing the right activities? And then we have to take responsibility for those actions, right? So now when I look at my calendar, instead of starting my day with who needs me, I start my day with what does my business need? What do I need right now? And everything in my day is very much so bucketed out by my top priorities my team's top priorities. And within any given day, for the most part, nine times out of 10, everybody's needs are getting met. But when you set boundaries, for example, I will say to my team, hey, these are when I'm scheduling one-on-ones this week. I know we wanted to touch base and you've been crushing it and working hard. Are you available at any of these three times that I have available? So instead of saying, when are you available to the person, I'm now taking back that ownership and saying, here's when I'm available, do any of these times work? So you see how I flipped that narrative? I'm taking ownership. I've also set clear boundaries. If you have business hours, like you go to a full-time job and you work, you're working this side hustle, be very transparent with the people you work with. I will be responding to your messages between the hours of 5 and 9 p.m. Or I don't work on Sundays. Or, you know, I will be available for one-on-one calls on Wednesday and Friday afternoon from 3 to 5. But if you start setting boundaries and telling people when you'll be checking in, when you answer messages, if something comes up and you're not going to be around, that allows your people to know, hey, she's always going to get back to me. There's, she's always going to help me, but this is going to be the time frame that it happens in. And so that just really walking people through clear expectations of what they can expect from me, but what I expect from them is critical. All right, the last thing that has helped me in my business is I'm a chronic people pleaser and you know that's one of the skills that I am working at, right? So it's not something that I go, oh, I'm a people pleaser and that's what holds me back in business. I'm like, I'm a people pleaser and this isn't serving me when it comes to leadership, so how are we gonna get a handle of it on this? And so one of the things that I have begrudgingly started to do is raise the level of expectation for my teammates. So what that means is that I'm no longer walking around and asking all of my people, are you happy? Are you happy? Is everything okay? Is there anything I can do to make things better for you? And so instead of me walking around trying to fix everybody's problems or being so reactionary because, oh my gosh, the sky is falling for Sally. She had five people quit and and I need to stop everything I'm doing and getting on the phone. And I would measure my worth based on how much time I gave to other people and helping them solve their problems. When in reality, 
I was doing more disservice for the team than good. And so I've shifted my perspective and the way I even talk to my team members. And it's like, I expect for you when you sign up and you say to me, I want to build this business. I want you to teach me how to run. Then I am going to say, are you committed? Like, are you committed to doing the work? And so that means that I'm requiring a level of expectation above all else that not everything's always going to be okay. Not everybody's always going to be happy. You might not always like what I'm going to say to you because I'm mentoring you. I'm your mentor. And my job is to sometimes point out your blind spots so you can become better, right? So instead of just making sure that everybody's happy, I'm asking myself, are the decisions I'm making best for the organization? Are the decisions that I'm making best for the individual? Are the, is the way that I'm showing up for my team, is it helping people thrive and grow or am I enabling them and, and downplaying what they're going to need to do to succeed? And then I'm creating space between the people that are all talk and no action, right? Because I don't want to be using my precious, valuable hours in the day working with people that aren't really that committed because there is nothing worse for a leader and especially in network marketing to have a team of people that are just, you can't motivate them. And that's not on you as the leader. And I think as a business owner, we assume that responsibility of making our people successful and making them hit their goals. And you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. And it's the exact same thing in your business too. We can take people and show them the tools to be successful, but unless they're going to hit send on that post, unless they're going to hit some, you know, send on that message or do that follow-up or create that piece of content, there is nothing more you can do to make the situation better. So I've learned to be able to just black and white it and say, is this person physically doing the things they need to do in order to be, to be deserving of a one-on-one -on -one call? Or is this person showing up and they can best be served through a group and a training and a mentorship opportunity? And so I want you guys to even think about, oh my gosh, what are you doing in your business now that might actually be not serving you, but holding you back from reaching the next level? Have you stopped building the pipeline? Have you been spending time with people that would be great if they just saw their potential? right? Are you creating a clear expectations and boundaries? Are you working with the committed or are you working with the people you just want to please and make happy? These are, these are great pieces of business advice that I have learned by reading John Maxwell. Um, the book Leadership is one that I'm currently reading right now. The Invaluable Laws of Leadership. Um, I have read People Follow You by Jeb Blount and Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Those are some of my all-time favorite leadership books that have truly helped me to propel my business forward, my mindset, and help me to exponentially take my business to the next level. You guys, I wanted to keep today short and sweet. I wanted to give you some fast, quick tips and tools. And if this was super helpful, do me a huge favor and leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps me to know what content is resonating for you. I love to go through and read the reviews. And when you tag me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro, I love to read what your biggest and top takeaways were from each week's podcast episode.
You guys, I love serving you and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Come back here next week. I will be on the road again this week. So make sure you follow me um, at Melanie Mitro and also at Chic Influencer. We've got lots of big, exciting things coming down the pike and I can't wait to be able to share it with you by the end of this week. So stay tuned and have an amazing Tuesday. Bye everybody.